Hi guys. Hello. My name's Kate and I'm happy to be here and you're listening to the podcast. Happy to be here. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Feeling okay? Feeling not so okay? If you're not feeling okay, I'm I'm really sorry, you know, you're not having a good day, but we're going to regulate our bodies and we're going to do four breaths in and then we're going to hold and then we're going to do four breaths out. So, um we'll do four breaths in now. So, And then we'll do four out. Nice. See, it's always good to just center yourself, do some breathing. Um, But yeah, you know, if you're not having a good day, I'm sorry. I hope it turns around for you. And if you are having a good day, I'm so happy that you could join us here today. Um, We're recording this now in Virgo season, but I think when this episode comes out, it'll be... October, I think maybe Libra season. But yeah, I hope you guys are all having a good school year, good work life. We'd love to see it. New things, not much on my end, but I have a new guest on here with me today. Her name is Maddie, and she's happy to be here. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. I am so happy to be here um, and, uh, you know, say hi to the community. Hey, guys. Right? Um, yeah, so Maddie is multi-talented of course um i feel like everyone i have on this show has many skills but yeah maddie's like a performer a singer actor and and we used to date a little bit as well yeah you'll find out more about that (laughs) maybe not too many (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean we like barely dated i i barely got my foot in the door i feel like (laughs) we barely It was a brief moment in time, but we we stayed, we stayed connected. We did, as as all women loving women do. I feel like we never really let go of each other. We can't. We can't. We just form <laughs> intimate connections with each other, whether they you know blossom into something or not. They they still we still keep in touch. It's right. Great. Yeah, and it's it's all it's all chill. You know, you're probably like maybe the fourth or fifth person I've had on my show who I used to see. Well, I'm honored to be number five, (laughs) number four or five. You know, we, we love to see, well, and two, you know, I feel like I date cool people and you're a cool person and yeah. And well, funny story too. So I actually, um, Maddie and I worked together at my old library. I used to work at, I kind of like, you know, gave a little whisper to my staff and recommended Maddie for this um, acting job as a princess. Yes, and that was so fun. I do a little bit of uh, a little bit of stuff on the side, dressing up as princesses, going to birthday parties, uh, entertaining children. Um, and yeah, that was so much fun at the library. I've not done a library event prior to that, and it was such a blast. And I got to experience a lot of like other people who are interested in cosplay and I've not really like delved into the cosplay community. Mm -hmm. So it was really, it was really cool to, you know, chat it up with, you know, Tinkerbell who was with and see what she was up to and very cool. Right? Yeah. It was, I mean, it was so fun to have you there. Um, and it was a really good event. So you guys, you see dating women has perks. (laughs) absolutely people you heard it here <laughs> right but yeah so maddie how how are you doing what have you been up to recently you graduated right yes graduated in may whoop uh, ill baby 
also where we <laughs> made our first connections. <laughs> University of Illinois, Champaign-Urbana, Urbana. Where love, where love blossoms in Southern Illinois. Ah, yes. Right, Cam's where where <laughs> memories are made. <laughs> not at Glow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i have not been to glow yet this semester you know if you get there great if not great i've been there i've been there i feel like okay i don't know about your experience at glow i feel like i would meet people meet people and then i would never see them again or i would see them at glow and we would just never talk again i was there very very briefly one time and the vibes were fun because like, you know, it's a cool little basement cave glow kind of deal. And like, but generally I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like the crowd. I don't know. I I wasn't, I wasn't there for it. Despite it, it, it's supposed to be a gay bar, right? Like, yeah, it's supposed to be catered to that, but I don't know. I wasn't a fan. No, I agree. And well, I remember when I first got here to grad school last year and I was just like feverishly Googling like what gay bars were around here. And that was like really the only one. And I mean, at ISU where I went for undergrad, it was the same thing. Um, and I mean, we take what we can get down here. Um, yep. yep, yep, yep. Yeah. But, but you're kind of you're kind of closer to Chicago. So how has it been like kind of being being home now? You know? Yeah. Being home's been uh, kind of a whirlwind of emotions it seems like I think right after graduation I was like yes I'm done you know I had school two years of my you know experience at college was COVID uh, my undergrad experience was during COVID but you know uh it, it was you know a part of anyone's different like chapter of their lives right so I'm kind of like over that you know I think some of me kind of thought oh I wish I had more time at school Mm -hmm. or more like on campus time because a lot of it was in my apartment doing class but I've made my peace with that I think and I'm very happy to be done I'm very happy with you know my experience there and I'm also very sad you know that school has started now it's weird to not go back although I I don't necessarily feel you know the urge to be in class right now and to like be in school and rehearsals and all of these things because I know my my friends who are there right now are struggling with like the massive intake of things that is the beginning of the semester I think and so I definitely pleased that I'm not dealing with that, but I, I was feeling, you know, a little bit of like, oh, I have to start the work like grind now. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to work. <laughs> I don't want to work either. I just, <laughs> I, it's funny, me and my roommate, Hannah, we're both second year grad students and our program is only two years. So after this next semester, like after spring semester, we're both done. And it is, we are both terrified together to enter the workforce. It is scary. Um, And too, you know, it's when you're in undergrad, you know, obviously the pressure is building, but I think it's a much different mindset being 18, fresh into college versus like 
versus being like 22, 23, just, you know, headed into the workforce. There's different, you know, pressures and real life stress, I think. Absolutely. And, and they don't really talk about that transition. Everybody is so focused on this transition from high school to college. And I think, you know, that one, sure, you, you miss home and you have to make mm -hmm. new friends and that's scary. But I don't want, I have to pay to live now and I have to pay to survive. And it's not that easy right now. And I think it's important to, you know, talk about that these feelings of not wanting to work are everybody's feeling it, you know, the zillennials that we are, are really experiencing this, like, we have to work, but we aren't are not getting paid enough to to like scrape by and you know i've been looking i'm living at home right now with my parents and yeah. i'm so fortunate to be able to do that and save some money um but you know i'm looking at places and trying to find roommates and i'm just like oh wow the pressures of budgeting and trying to figure out how to make it work is scary it's really scary and it's exciting too right like yeah. and i'm really wanting to be independent and like ready to fly and ready to spread my wings you know <laughs> but i i just i i just can't afford it and yeah. frankly i i i'm not ready to do that to you know spend thousands of dollars a month just to have a place to you know sleep at night and it's really scary and i just feeling for everybody who's dealing with that right now and who mm -hmm. maybe doesn't have a place to stay until yeah. they find that. So it's hard. It is. It is. I, it's funny too, that you mentioned like, oh, like, you know, we have to like pay to live now, which is cause like, which is so true. And I feel like when you're younger, you don't really think about it as much, even in college. And then once the, you know, if you're fortunate enough to live at home with your parents, like you mentioned, I'm, I have the same luxury as well, um, which is really, really nice because I have some friends who don't have that luxury, but it's like, you know, you think about, oh, I, for instance, I'm going to be 26 next year and I'm going to have to start paying for my insurance or like considering insurance. And like, that is insane to me, like just insane thinking about that, you know, cause like five years ago. I was living it up in like, you know, Sigma new, whatever, drinking UV blue, living my life. And here I am now, like being like, oh, I have to get insurance. I have to like be an adult. And like you said, it's very exciting. But yeah, it's it's a hard transition. So how has that been for you so far? Um, I guess so far so good, I think. Um I'm I'm taking it one day at a time. Honestly, I think that's all I can do because, you know, parts of me are like, okay, I'm ready to move. Let's go right now. Mm -hmm. But then I, you know, open the <laughs> open my banking app. And I'm like, not yet, not yet. And, you know, I I'm obviously working right now. I'm teaching um teaching voice, piano, and acting. Oh, that's awesome. It's lovely. I really enjoy teaching. I'm also babysitting. I'm doing a multitude of different jobs. But for me, that is, I love it. I love it. I, I cannot do one thing. I cannot do the nine to five office job. That is not for me. I get bored. I want to do things with people. I want to talk to people and I want to, you know, make relationships and connections with human beings. Because if I'm here on this earth, then I might as well, you know, have some friends and i think i i've really enjoyed um 
teaching I've really enjoyed you know it's very re rewarding in a different way yeah. than performing is because performing is also rewarding but for to like help somebody else grow their passion or help them you know on their journey to figure out what they love to do or just something they've already figured it out and they want to get better um helping them achieve their goals has been so cool so yeah. cool and i and not all performers like teaching so i'm and it's kind of the fallback option for us so uh i'm i'm pretty fortunate to let enjoy that and then i also you know do my princess thing on the side and then on top of all that i've been auditioning consistently and then doing gigs where i get them and just you know waiting for the next thing yeah i think that's really cool though and and too i mean the nine to five is just I don't think people talk about like the depression and just like the sense of, oh, I'm doing this forever when you get into that kind of field. And it's not for everyone. And I feel like a lot of people I've had on my show recently have not chosen that path. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting to hear everyone and, you know, just like hear everyone where they came from. Like some people went to undergrad and they're like, no, I can't do this. And some people have always known. Um, for me, I knew I wasn't going to want to do a nine to five job. And what's nice about working in a public library is that you have different hours. It's not like you're going in like 9am every day and you're doing different stuff every day too, which is like something I like, I can't be sitting at a desk for like eight hours and then go home. That is just not going to make me feel like productive and like I'm actually doing something. And working with kids is something I've always wanted to do. And so being a public children's librarian, um, it's just like really fitting. And I, it's, I'm really glad to hear that you're teaching too. That's so cool. Are you teaching kids, did you say, or like more people like our age or adults? Uh, right now, most of my students are kids. I teach, <laughs> I teach a lot of ages. So I've, I've taught adults before and I really enjoy teaching adults. It's a great break from the kids. I love the kiddos. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes it's like, oh, you know, you feel comfortable just farting in front of me right now. That's cool. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I, it's funny. I, I, I joke about, I, I have everything. I do everything with kids. I entertain mm -hmm. kids. I take care of kids because I babysit too on the yeah. side and I, and I teach them and I, and I love it. And, um, I have some like high schoolers too. So I have a wide range of ages and that's also nice because, I get to experience like kids at all these different ages in their lives. And I didn't really prior to teaching, I didn't know. I was like, oh, I have no idea about children. I don't know what they do at what ages, but now I kind of know. And mm -hmm. it's and it's fun because I'm a kid at heart too. So I like yeah. to, you know, I am their friend. If I if I'm gonna teach them, I gotta I gotta be friends with them and it's it's fun to to play with them, you know. I'll leave I'll leave the nine to five office jobs to the business bros, you know. Oh yeah, they can have them. They can do their little Bitcoin, whatever the hell they're doing now. What's the new one now? What's it called? I don't know. There's so many things. Oh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even keep up with all of it. All I know right now is that, you know, things with like the metaverse are trying to happen. And I just, that makes, that hurts my heart. I'm like, Y'all, I get it. Social media is like super addicting and fun and also not fun. But I can't imagine just like 
having virtual reality be our entire lives. That sounds painful. Didn't we try that with COVID kind of? <laughs> oh, and that was so much fun. <laughs> that was such a fun time for everyone. Um, yeah, no, I'm not about the virtual reality thing. It's just, yeah, not for me. So speaking of like new, exciting things, maybe surprising, perhaps, uh, what was the most what what surprised you the most would you say about your transition from college to i guess adult life you could say for me i think it was a little bit of the depression that i experienced with the routine mm. you know it's it's for everybody the routine is different and at the beginning i was like oh it's monday again i can't do this for another week and another week and another week and you kind of brought that up but it just feels so endless right and so i have been you know recently trying to figure out how do i cope with that because i just started i got a long life ahead of me and i can't be you know feeling like so horrible at the beginning of every week i need to figure out how to deal with this and how maybe just find a different perspective. So for me, what's been really helpful is I think, you know, getting up earlier in the mornings as much as I might not want to, as much as I, you know, got to drag myself out of bed, but having some time for myself, whether, whether that means, you know, having more time to make myself a chai in the morning or, you know, do a little stretching or a little like workout or something like that that I can say, you know, it wasn't just wake up, go to work, come home. You know, I, I needed to find some things that were for me and that, you know, I, I was taking a lot of walks with my dog and I'm you know, like, this is so good for her. This is so good for me. And I have just been really trying to focus on the little joys because, and, and also just not looking at, <laughs> looking at it in the broad uh, perspective that is, on oh, doing this the rest of my life more like you know let's just take it day by day we're not promised every day right who knows how long we have so yeah um, that's been so much better for me to just you know wake up do the day let's be happy about the good things and it's and it's okay to feel the feelings like i'm absolutely not being like you can't be depressed about the routine because it's so depressing but just trying my best to recognize these small things that make me happy and bring me joy too. Oh yeah. I think that's so important. And I, and I agree. I don't think a lot of people talk about the depression um, after graduating college. Um, and especially too, you're surrounded by people your own age, your closest friends you've known for years now, and all of that is just gone. And, and then too, if you have friends who are younger, you see them experiencing that like through social media, through Snapchat, and you are very much in a different mindset. So I think finding the joy in each day is really important. And too, like my roommate Mackenzie, who I used to live with, I don't live with her now, um, she was working full time and that was kind of hard for her because she would go to work and come home and just be so tired and just not want to do anything so she tried to find like stuff to do you know to bring her joy and when i took my gap year between undergrad and grad school that was also a struggle for me it was just like going to work coming home and doing nothing like that just made me so depressed Rolling. So, yeah. yeah and so like getting those hobbies and stuff and like or just like like you said making yourself a chai like i like to make myself a nice coffee in the morning and that just kind of sets it you know, sets a good, sets a good mm -hmm. day. Yeah. 
love to see it. Kind of like we've been talking about this whole time, I think for me personally, I had distance between undergrad and grad school and that transition of going from college to another stage in my life because of COVID. And I think a lot of people too, like, were kind of doing the same thing. Like they weren't doing the usual things that they did, like the usual routines. And so for me, having that distance kind of made me like sort of mourn, as a dramatic way to put it, my undergrad, you know, life, but also like look forward to my, to this new phase of my life because I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm an adult and I do not want to be 18 years old again. No, thank you. <laughs> it was fun at the time. Um, but yeah, how do you feel? Are you like excited about this next phase of your life too, while it can be scary? Oh yeah, I am so, so excited. And I think that's why I've been like, you know, looking on Zillow and trying to find people to live with because I am so ready to go and be on my own. And I think that's also what makes it hard about, you know, working at home and living at home um, because I'm, I'm just so ready to do it all myself. You know, in undergrad, I was living, you know, in an apartment by myself so it's like you go from that back to living at home and it kind of feels like oh am i doing something wrong you know am i should i be here with my parents again right mm -hmm. isn't this supposed to be the moment where i go off and do things but i think you know i'm everybody i think has been spending more time at home and yeah. you know i know my dad's very happy that some of the family is still home so um there's definitely good in that you know i'm fortunate enough to get to spend some more quality time with my my folks and um my my dog oh. she makes me so happy but i'm also ready to you know move to the city chicago is definitely a place for me since i'm um an artist and an actor um chicago has a lot of opportunities for the fine arts um i've you know been introduced to cinespace which is the um the filming like space for chicago there's oh cool area where there's like so much so many sets uh if you're familiar with the bear on hulu it's a new show that um <sighs> jeremy something he was on shameless yes right that dude so i, I got to work then i freaked out because i was getting to park right next to the bears like home base as they call it um hey. I, like, I see him and I didn't, but, <laughs> but you know, it was really cool to get to see all of these sets and you get to see, you know, the costume areas and all these different things that, you know, are part of the industry. And I think that's what I'm most excited about as um, I'm moving into, you know, working in the industry and as I'm exploring is figuring out, oh, what else is there for me in this industry? Because I am definitely in this industry for the rest of my life but whether that is you know as an actor or performer or whether that's as a creative you know whether that's directing or being a production assistant I want to be part of it I don't care what it is I want to be part of it I really love creating and I love I love the art so that's uh really close that's in Pilsen and then also just like the theater scene there is great wow. um, and more things are being filmed as well. TV, TV, 
TV and film are what I want to pursue more now that I've um, graduated, even though my major was lyric theater. I got a music degree in sung theater um, and I loved it and I had a great time, but I really want to focus on my acting career and film and TV has been calling me, it seems. And I think that <laughs> I don't love LA. I've never, now I'm, I've never been, I've never been. So I, I rescind that comment. I no. don't not love LA, but you know, I have a lot of friends there and it's even more expensive than Chicago. And I've heard there's a lot of roaches. I'm not a big fan of roaches. I don't know who is. Maybe roaches. It's like, so <laughs> random. Roaches in LA. Roaches, apparently. No, thank you. Um, yeah, it, it's funny. My friend Lizzie, who came on my show, well, we recorded last week. This will come out. <laughs> this will come out. Who knows when? Um, but yeah, my friend Lizzie said she lives in Salt Lake City, and she said that everyone who moved to LA who hated it or found it too expensive moves to Salt Lake. So now Salt Lake City is getting too expensive. Um, and too, like you mentioned earlier, it is so expensive to just live life right now. Um, so I can't even imagine how expensive LA is. I, I feel like I wouldn't last a month there, like <laughs> economically and probably socially. I don't know. It doesn't seem like my scene either. But I mean, hey, you know, if it's your cup of tea, whoever's listening, go for it, you know. And, and it absolutely is for some people, you know, right? yeah. a lot of networking opportunities. I have a lot of friends who th thrive there, mm -hmm. but you know, you have to be careful because there are people there who are simply there for their career and they're ready to like pull anyone else down with them to get to the top. And that is not what I'm here for. And no. I, and I know people from LA who come to film in Chicago are like, wow, this is such a different experience. And I'm like, well, I don't think I want to leave then. If yeah. there's more opportunities coming, I will be here to grab them. Yeah. And I can totally see you in Chicago too. Um, and too, I feel like you've been, you kind of, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you've been bebopping around in Chicago, you know, <laughs> yes. living your life. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to find a place and to find roommates. Um, I have a lot of friends who are doing that right now and it's, it's really, it's really difficult, but you know, we'll all get there. I feel like everyone's kind of moving at their own pace. And I, I used to feel a lot of pressure to kind of keep going and like, you know, do what everyone else was doing. And now I don't really, I feel like now because of COVID, I feel like the pressure of that has kind of been, you know, taken off a bit because it just threw everyone off their own path, you mm -hmm. know? Absolutely. And I think if there is any good to come out of that, it was to say, hey, people, slow down, you know, like, we don't need to be, you know, from one achievement to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. How do you live like that? You know, let's just live in, this is so, so cheesy, but live in the moment, seriously. Yeah. It's, and it's hard to do. It's hard to not look towards the next goal or the next thing, but I'm trying to learn to be happy with where I'm at. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear. Um, so you mentioned how you want to focus more on acting. And you kind of mentioned to me that, and I mean, you've been posting about it too, which is cool, but uh, you're on a Disney show right now. <laughs> that is like so iconic, Maddie. I can't. Can you talk about it? Are you, are you allowed by Disney to talk a little bit about it? Um, <laughs> uh, yes, I will. I can say what has been like already released. Um, oh. I am <laughs> so completely 
honored and blessed to be have been a part of this new show mm -hmm. it's called saturdays it's going to be released mm -hmm. next year <gasps> here um i don't know the specifics of the dates but i've heard rumors of mm -hmm. like january early in the year being um their like target so hopefully that's when it happens i don't know i i, I had a i had a guest star role in one of the episodes so mm -hmm. basically <laughs> they aren't telling me anything they're not <laughs> hey maddie like this is when the show comes out you know they're they're not concerned with that they have other things and i know um from the other actors who were on set with me who you know play starring starring roles on the show have to go back to la to do a bunch of press things and all mm. the stuff that disney does to promote their shows but um i can promote it on here which is great um basically it's a show about a black girl who is in the roller skating community mm -hmm. and she basically takes her team to like victory at this big competition and she you know goes through her own struggles and her own things and kind of you know finds herself and with her with her two besties makes they make a brilliant team and you know when i think at the end i don't know i don't know the ending you cannot quote me on this you did not tell me the ending but i'm assuming they come out on top <laughs> um <laughs> these these actors that i worked with and the people that i worked with on set were just some of the most welcoming um talented humans i have ever been um able to work with. They've just been, they were so great. And I am so fortunate to be a part of this show. It's going to be huge. Everybody is talking about it. everybody who's been involved in it has been just talking about how this is so big, you know, mm -hmm. to finally share stories um, about like the black community. We have three strong uh, black young women who are starring in this show, and they are going to blow everyone's socks off. They are brilliant. They are beautiful. They are I cannot say enough good things about them. And I am just so, so excited for um, how this show is going to be, you know, perceived by everybody. And also I was able to roller skate on set. So I oh, cool. went through a week of training, of roller skating training. And I had, I had the, I'd only roller skated in, I was in Xanadu Junior. I don't know if you're familiar with Xanadu. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's like, um, disc disco kind of so there's like this whole thing this guy's like putting a roller disco and oh, so I, I had roller skated in that and when i got this audition they were like send in roller skating footage and i was like roller skating they're not gonna pick me for this i do not roller skate actually in the audition i was wearing the shirt that i'm wearing right now oh you were oh slay lucky i guess in my audition video i was wearing this shirt that's so funny um right. but so cool because i had never really been um introduced to the roller skating community before mm -hmm. and it's crazy i mean the things these people do and it's not easy it is an insane workout and it's so fun you have to you know be able to dance too we do like a little routine so i'm very yeah. excited to see how that turned out i got some crazy makeup some crazy um I am, I don't know if I can say this. I'm not going to say anything, but some crazy like hair moments and very Disney, very colorful and fun and fresh and funky. And I'm just so, so excited. I, this is like pretty much me living my dream. Um, and oh gosh, I'm so excited to 
see what it is next year and also see like the whole show in itself because yeah. you know we're they're hitting like all the generations too because there's mm -hmm. a family so you got you know the the boomers and then you know <laughs> gen z mostly yeah. um but yeah it, it was just an incredible experience and i was so so lucky to have been uh, a part of it a little teeny part of it i feel so blessed um and that's coming out next year so that is so awesome. y'all so next year, 2023? 2023. <gasps> that's so soon. Like, really literally, is. it's it almost really October. Cool. Me and my roommate were, like, flabbergasted that it's almost October. Um, it moves. It moves too quickly. Uh, but that's that's so awesome here. When I saw that you were on that show, I literally was, like, I was just so happy for you. You know, because it's, you. you always want to see people, you know, doing, like you said, doing their dream and, like, living their best lives so that's really awesome here and i'm very excited to see the show it's gonna be great it's gonna be great i can't wait to see it myself i can't wait to i think it's gonna be like out on disney channel like weekly and then eventually <gasps> disney plus. oh disney channel not yes. disney not disney plus yeah i think it's gonna be on the channel so you know hey! when that are you gonna I was gonna say, are you gonna do your thing? The Disney thing? Right, the Disney thing where they trace like the Mickey ears. I wish, you know, someday maybe because I've been, you know, as I've been moving forward in my, with my like auditions, I've been frequently getting called back and cast as high schoolers and like children. Mm. I have this lovely round face that I've never been so happy to have. You know, as a kid, I was like, mm, my baby cheeks, I hate the way I look. And now I'm like, Cast me as a high schooler, please. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 14. Please <laughs> up. <laughs> well, honestly, though, like me and my roommate Hannah were watching that new. I don't know if you've seen it. Just came out the new Netflix movie, Do Revenge. I that's I was gonna watch it right after this. Oh, actually, I, I'm so excited. You have to let me what you know what you think of it, but it is so good. And Camila Mendez, I think that's her last name, yes. isn't it? She's been playing a high schooler forever, and she looks amazing. And she does not look like a high schooler. I will say that she no. Looks, you know they're putting these ideas in these high schoolers' heads that that's what they should look like, and that is not <laughs> what they should look like. She's beautiful and. Maya Hawk, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see these two. I've only been, you know, absolutely um, loving all of the promotional like shoots I've seen so far, and I'm very excited. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> just you wait, just you wait. Well, all very exciting things. Um, so speaking of, you know, acting, performing, um, I mean, obviously you're a very multi-talented person, a very creative person overall. So I was wondering, what does art mean to you as a performer versus like a consumer, you know? Yeah, um, as a performer and as I've had um, more opportunities um, open up for me, I think it's super vital for me to take part in things that make a difference or are saying something about the world we live in you know art is you know going to be mirroring society and i think it's really important for me that i'm not just a part of you know uh yay jazz hands this looks so cool and it's so fun and as awesome as that is like i'm not downplaying any of the talent that is like show stopping um like musicals that are you know 
just unbelievable dance, unbelievable singing, everything's amazing. But, you know, I would really love to take part in shows or projects that are going to say something about, you know, marginalized communities or, you know, the political climate and just the way that the working class has become torn apart and is slowly, you know, becoming less and less, you know, we don't have a middle class anymore. Um, and it's really, really sad. And, and I just, if I can be a part of something that, you know, maybe strikes a chord with someone and makes a change, or if like the art can, you know, put donations towards things that are going to make things change. That's definitely what I want to be in. Um, but obviously that's not so lucky. I'm going to be where the, where the gig is. I yeah. have to pay the bills, but you know, that if, if I could choose, I want to be a part of something that makes a small difference. And that's, that's, you know, what art can do. And I think that's really awesome. And then I guess as a consumer of art, really appreciate it. And as I've learned, you know, I grew up a musical theater kid. And if you know about any musical theater kids, like musical theater kids, like middle school, high school age, they can be vicious. It's a toxic environment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, beating each other down or thinking that like other people's success means you're a failure. And I just hate that. I just hate that. And I've learned that, you know, the best thing about art is that we support each other is that every is that your friend's success is you know good for everybody because I think people outside of fine arts um looking at art mm -hmm. can absolutely appreciate it and do but they don't really understand the kind of things that go into creating and um I think taking a look at it as an audience member or as just you know a consumer of art it's I can I can see all the work that's been put in by not just the people who are maybe shown on the screen or you know the art that's displayed in a museum but like all the people behind the scenes who took part in making it you know become just come to life um and I think that's really important for me I guess um not everybody gets the credit I think and I as a consumer, I like to hope that I can give credit where credit is due all around the board. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a great answer. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I liked what you said too about like art, like, you know, like meaning something, you know, trying to make a change, whether whatever small like way that may be. Um, I think when I started this show, I just wanted to like, you know, be myself and just hope that like that just might give someone, you know, whether it was like just me being gay, talking about being gay, or, you know, hearing someone else's story on here, and maybe that would motivate them, you know, to just, you know, be who they are and just help them, you know, and just in life and things. You know, it's like a lot of it's fun and games on here for sure, but I I do try to talk about serious issues when I can and just talk about like what people are going through. I think even hearing that someone may be struggling um can just you know help someone else um so yeah i think i think that's that's really great and too like you're not always going to get those opportunities too like you said like you go where the money goes unfortunately we live in capitalist 
America, which like you said, the middle class does not exist anymore. It is so expensive to live <laughs> and to be a human being. That is the theme of the episode. You know, hopefully as the next generation, as we go into, you know, as we start all going into the workforce, yeah. that we can change that. It's, it's hard right now because there are too many policies set already to stop mm -hmm. that. And the people with the money, unfortunately have the power, but maybe once they die, We'll have a chance. Please, yeah, someone's got to do it. Might as well be us, you know? Um, no, but I think also there's a, a point to be said about, you know, fun and games too, and just yeah. you know, entertainment. It's people need to be entertained because, you know, whether it's to, you know, enjoy a show with a friend or, or by yourself just to wind down, or if it's to, go out to the museum or to the theater to enjoy a night uh, with some with some pals. That's really important too. And I think yeah. I, at the end of the day, I am a, a person who is very passionate about making people feel good. And if I could do that, that's enough difference for me. That's a lovely answer. I was wondering if you struggle sometimes with your love of art and performing because you do it as a career. Um, so, you know, how do you still create space to enjoy music, art, or media in a field where sometimes you might be oversaturated with it? Um, yeah, I think I, I often become frustrated with, you know, whether it's practicing or memorizing lines or just even if it's reading a play that I'm about to do. It's it's tough because I'm like, oh, this is something I love to do and now it's become my career and again, we get into the idea of like work and it's, you don't want to work. Um, but I think for me, there are so many different types of art and artistry that I can enjoy. So because, you know, maybe acting and TV is something I've gotten into, it's hard sometimes to enjoy it and watch it all the time. Cause I'm constantly being like, Oh, what are their, what are their acting tactics? Like, what is, how are their, you know, faces and their reactions relating to the script and how, what does that say about the whole thing? It can get, you know, I can get in my head about things and it's hard to enjoy it, but I think it's been, it's been good because I've been able to explore different forms of art that have been super enjoyable for me. Mm -hmm. um, I've actually never been one that like was super big on reading like books and fantasy novels, but I've, I've been getting into reading a lot and I've really been enjoying just escaping reality via via books. So that's been really great. And then also I, I do a little songwriting on the side. Um, not necessarily something I want to like pursue, but it's a way for me to sing and create that isn't like super pressure, like full of pressure for me to like, you know, do super well. It's It's really just I'm able to express myself in another way. And so that's been really good for me. And I'm just a big fan of music in general about finding music and, um, you know, researching different artists and seeing what their inspirations came from. And I, and that's been really, really fun for me. That's awesome. Slay. Yeah. Um, yeah. We talk about vocational awe a lot in my career and how it's really easy to get burnt out. And, you know, like you said, you're doing something that you love, but it can be hard sometimes to do the things that we love, especially if we love them so much and we're pouring so much of ourselves into them. So I think, you know, you brought up a really good point, kind of 
pouring your energy into different types of art can be, you know, helpful. Um, and just hobbies in general. This podcast literally like keeps me sane, like making it, it forces me to have a schedule and to like actually like actively create every week. And I don't know, it just hobbies can be beneficial, especially when you're feeling sometimes, you know, pouring yourself into something else can help, I think. And well, for some people, not, but. You're a very great host. Um, <laughs> Thank you. No, you are. It's, it's, that's, that's not easy either. You know, for, for me, I think I'm, I was like, you know, I'm a little bit of a performer. So maybe I've been doing a little bit of that, not on purpose, but as we all do as humans, you know, we're probably not hundred percent authentic all the time. We've got different faces, but I think um, that you've found a great, a great niche for yourself. And I, and I always thought that, you know, like when we first met, <laughs> so romantic, uh, but like, you know, you're always very easy to talk to. And I think that's, that's, a, you've used that to your advantage, creating this podcast and, you know, making a difference absolutely in that way that we were talking about earlier, but. Oh, thanks Maddie. I appreciate that. Um, so we are now getting into my favorite part of the show with a new guest. Um, I'm going to guess Maddie's Zodiac sign. And I feel like I've, did I, I feel like you've probably told me your whole chart. I was gonna say, like, have we talked about this already, though? I but, probably, but my memory is so terrible, great. actually. If you don't remember, then great, because I, I don't think people often guess this or assume correctly, so. Well, I remember that you're a Capricorn. <sighs> I remember you're a Capricorn. <laughs> Which is surprising because, like, you know, most people I think who are in arts or like acting or performing or whatever tend to be, I feel like, air signs or fire signs. Is for that what sure. you found? For sure. People are always like, what? You're a Capricorn? But then they like really get to know me and they realize, oh, she's like a little bit of, she likes her things the way they are. And, and that is absolutely true about me. I think my Capricornistic qualities come out in like the way that. I need to have my room be very clean and I like to, you know, um, be, no, I like to be on time. Maybe I'm not all the time and that's where like maybe my other signs kind of get in the way a little bit. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, okay. So I think, I don't know why I want to say your rising is Gemini. I feel like you, I feel like you have a rising air sign and I don't know why Aquarius also comes to mind for me. Mm -hmm. I really, I really don't remember what you are or if you told me, but I think moon signs are always so hard for me to guess. Wait, are we guessing moon or rising? We're doing both. Okay. So I don't know. It's just so hard. I did, I did, a, I had a brand new, new person on my show, like someone I'd never met before in real life and guessing their moon sign was so hard and it's just hard guessing people's moon signs, but I do it anyways. Um, I don't know. You could be an air moon. You really could. I always want to guess my own sign sometimes too. <laughs> well, you know, like the most about your own sign. So you see the qualities in other people, right? Like I, I would, I would guess I would do the same, you know, or you could be, I don't know why I'm thinking Sagittarius moon too. Would you consider yourself an emotional person? Absolutely. It's why I'm an actor. I am so emotional. I think your rising sign is Gemini. I think your rising is Gemini. And I think, oh, I think your moon sign, or it could be Cancer. 
Uh, no, that you said emotional. I think your moon sign is a cancer. What are you? I'm a Sagittarius. <gasps> are you a Sagittarius rising or Sagittarius moon? Moon. I, damn it. I really I know, almost you guessed it. That. I was like, you had it. You had it. <laughs> so close. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because I have a, I don't know if you remember, I have a fire placement in my moon or a fire sign in my moon placement. What is it? Aries. I'm an Aries moon. Aries. Yes, I do remember this. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So it means we're both kind of insane a little bit, you know? A little bit. Just a little bit. It's good. Just a little... a little insanity is good for the soul. Oh, I agree. Um, so what's your rising? You want me to say it? Yeah, I probably got it wrong. Capricorn. <gasps> I have so much cap. Oh my god, and your how many placements <laughs> do you have in your chart? Okay, guys, I'm looking at Maddie's chart. She sent me an image. You have three Capricorn placements. Isn't that nutty? Damn, and your Mercury's Capricorn. That's interesting. What oh, is Mercury? Tell me about that. So Mercury is like how you communicate with a, with other people. So oh, like your Capricorn. I've had to work through that. Cap, it's not. <laughs> I go a little ghost inside in myself. I have, a, I have an internal duel with like all of my signs. I swear, and I'm constantly being like pulled in different directions <laughs> oh my god we have the same venus sign Ooh. you and i both have sagittarius venus that makes sense mm -hmm. that's yeah because okay so that means <laughs> we like a lot of excitement a lot of action we like passion we're very intense i think Absolutely. um yeah and oh that's and then you got two aquarius placements and then you have a pisces oh this is interesting i love looking at people's charts well i'm so interested in like you know more i think about actually i know that you know more you know more about you know signs than i do and it's it's very interesting to me i just haven't gotten into like as deep i knew that venus was like how you love and i yeah. and i am familiar with some of like the different things that these all these names mean but not all of it but i'm very intrigued by the by it all and i and i think it's it's super interesting to find out like about other people's i love that you have this little segment right it's just fun um and i was gonna say too your rising capricorn and your sun being in capricorn means that the impression you give off to people is like who you are you know you're you're kind of it's interesting because like I have a Taurus rising and I have a Libra sun. So when people meet me, they think I'm kind of like chill, maybe like, you know, and I am chill to some extent, but you know, the Libra sun is who I am at my core, hmm. which is a little, little crazy. I like things a certain way. Um, and for you, yeah, your rising and your sun are the same. So that's interesting. But yeah. That is very, that is very interesting. And I, and I'm always like, you know, read the Capricorn, you know, whatever they have on Instagram. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Well, this is what Capricorn is. This is what Aries is. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm always like, ah, oh, Capricorn's always like the boring one. It's always like the lame square one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, that. you guys are very, you, t you tend to like really go after like opportunities and success. I think you guys prioritize your careers um which is like valid um capricorn men you gotta watch out for those are the like investors. i dated a capricorn man and let me tell you let me tell you bad that ruined my life he <gasps> ruined my life 
He ruined my life because he was just so toxic and horrible. And then I realized I was gay. <laughs> so maybe he didn't ruin it. He just had me like finally accessing all of these yeah. internal feelings that I had. Don't worry, I dated a Libra and he kind of <laughs> ruined my life for a bit. And here we are and I'm, I'm gay now too living and me and his ex-girlfriend are besties now so. you know that i i maybe shouldn't be saying this but i'm going on a trip with this ex-boyfriend of mine um because we're um. <laughs> in a disney world people i used to work at disney i am an undercover disney adult and i and i don't i don't like that i don't like being a disney adult i try to keep it under wraps but uh <laughs> basically i'm going on a on a um, trip with them and the last time i saw him was at a wedding and i met his new girlfriend and i'm in love with her but she also apparently knows a lot about me and she was like you know very nervous to meet me and i don't know why it's not like i'm any I'm no um, threat to you, sister. Like, I do not want to go back to that. I feel bad for you, really. But, um, <laughs> but no, she was lovely. And I I don't think she is gay. But let me tell you, we're doing a dance on the dance floor at that wedding. And I was like, excuse me, sir, move over. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you just got to steal people's girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, you know, just it'd be like that. The entire podcast, everybody. Sometimes you have to steal people's girlfriends. <laughs> well, Maddie, it has been absolutely lovely having you back on the show. I'm so glad you could come on today. I am so, so grateful that you reached out. This has been so fun. Um, as a Capricorn and as a Sagittarius, I love talking about myself. So I appreciate you providing an outlet for me to do so. <laughs> oh, of course. And too, I mean, I knew you would be a, a great person to have on the show. You know, you carry yourself well. You're a very creative, talented person. So yeah, I'm, I'm just glad you could be here. Um, and of course, before we go, why are you happy to be here? Whether that's in life, right now in this moment, the question is really up to you to interpret. Well, right now I am happy to be here because I've got a hard kombucha in hand that I've just about finished. I was wondering what you were drinking. <laughs> and I'm going to go have some pizza. So all because of that, I am happy to be here. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. All right, guys. That's all I got for you. Bye. Bye.